I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Arsenal and Manchester United get the FA Cup underway this weekend. Palace plays Spurs and Tony Pulis is up against his hometown. Hello, everybody. Good to have you with us. Luke, Pete and Jim, of course, are with me. Uh, Marcus, uh, we've got to start by mentioning the very, very uh, upsetting news story, of course, Emiliano Sala uh, on his way to Cardiff, of course. Uh, We know what happened. So at the time of recording, we haven't heard anything uh, there's been no updates, but, no, but the news look good, is, though, is, is looking very bleak indeed. Yeah. So, yeah, our, our thoughts with his family is very, Absolutely. very sad. Really, really sad uh, story there. Um, so, yes. Uh, but, gentlemen, football, of course, is going on. Uh, and the FA Cup is happening this weekend. Arsenal and Manchester United, the biggest tie of the round, I think you would agree, get the get, get the things going on Friday oh, I night. I don't think Portsmouth and the QPR fans will agree, Mark. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you have that one. All right, I appreciate that. But uh, it is the biggest tie of the round, isn't it, Jim? Yes. yes it is. <laughs> it demonstrably okay, is, why don't yeah. we find out what Pete thinks? <laughs> yeah, and it's under the Friday night lights. Yes, it is. It's an interestingly oh. poised one as well, because obviously Arsenal got a good win against Chelsea. They're at home, but Man United are resurgent. 90s Man United appear to be back. Um, I don't don't really know which way this one's going to go because of course I don't because it hasn't happened indeed yeah it's funny because uh, Unai Emery said of Manchester United it's the same players but they're playing with a big performance now now they are very dangerous it's another direct or indirect dig to Mourinho I think but it seems to be that Mourinho gets under people's skin so much um, that anything that's said is still related back to him. But that is a dig at him because he's basically said, oh, now that he's not there, th- th- this yeah. side now look yeah. dangerous. Yeah, well, Paul Scholes said that they were shite <laughs> under Mourinho. So <laughs> he's, effectively more so direct. he's effectively saying that I would have rather played Mourinho yeah. United than Solskjaer. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. It's brilliant. Paul Scholes' comments were really interesting this week. He talked about how he found, he's found it very difficult to find the... Um, the bars and the the um, competitive spirit of just everyday life. Yeah. And the reason he's apparently lined up to take over at Oldham, which is, of course, a club that he's very close to, mm. is because he finds it difficult to, to fill that gap. He said, media, uh, well, you know, I've got no, you know, I've got no, it's not hard for me to do that. It's not, there's no competition involved. I, I don't really see myself on a, on a, yeah. on a trajectory there with media. He, he could be better at it, to be I fair. I think so. I think <laughs> he could take a leaf out of Gary Neville's He doesn't care say, enough about it, though, does he? <laughs> what, yeah. yeah, exactly. Priority. What I will say, though, Jim, is what I said earlier. Paul, Give us a call. We can yeah. give you some tips. We can help you out. Luke Moore Media uh, <laughs> yeah. Training. What, yeah, mind coach. Mind coach. Mind coach. In, managing clubs. No, just uh, media. Oh, okay. Right, Actually, right, right. Neither. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some more of these. But on the... Yeah, a few more of these. Uh-huh. But we'll, on that We'll rent note, you a studio, mate. You can yeah. practice for a bit, yeah? Yeah. All right? That's a bit rich. <laughs> on that note, though, um, mm-hmm. I've not got the call from Fort William yet. No, no you haven't. No. No, you, you, got, you guys no, aren't mugging me off, you? You've had nothing either. Um, I've been up there a few times. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we set uh-huh. up a filter so you wouldn't read the emails. You're just training the strikers, are you? Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was allowed to come on for the last 15 and make a few substitutions. Hence, I came on for the last 15. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, if there's one thing you're looking for in a strikers coach, it's a guy who has to go and play fullback for a bit. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so you get well, to it does the work, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like John Charles, but just at fullback. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Paul Scorsese, so David Beckham's uh, bought 10% of the yes. stock in, in Salford. So now he's got Miami up and running and he wants to get involved with Salford. That's going well. So I want to get involved with <laughs> Conflict that. of interest. Yeah. Are they going to be called into Salford? <laughs> it could be a league concern very soon, which is amazing. It is. Yeah. No, it really, really would be. I don't think it's going to be a concern. Cue all the non-league, um, all the non-league fans saying, oh yeah, financially doped the league and all that stuff. You'll get another Peltis for that. Dog. Yeah, you okay. will be, sir. For endorsing don't that don't sort of That's the thing people don't get understand it, about Pete. Get he doesn't still, care. Get mm. still think of the shareholders. Yeah. He screams in his sleep. Will Arsenal press Manchester United and go for them like they did against Spurs and Chelsea? I think they have to, yeah, because that's that's what's proven successful for them in the in the bigger games where things have gone well. And, you know, you want to want to stay in the damn cup but Manchester United's counter-attack will be waiting. I don't see United as doing anything massively tactically different other than picking players in the right positions <laughs> playing 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 with um, smiles on their faces yeah, but playing quick pacey players like to move the ball quickly yeah. who can who can who can break as jim said using what um, they've got essentially yeah and um you know they beat spurs away but david de gea had a man of the match performance broke mm. the record for the amount of saves in one half or something so that tells its own story pochettino said it was the finest half performance he's seen from his team you can understand why he would mm-hmm. say that he wants to give him a bit of encouragement of course, they they squeaked through against Brighton. Um, Arsenal were good last time out. I mean, this is a this is a really really good game. It's a great game to kick off uh, the FA Cup weekend. Mm. Uh, but I think Arsenal should be confident. I, I I said I said before, you know, I I don't think that just not being Jose Mourinho is a tactic that's going to work for him long term. Yeah. So far, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and not not so good. What with, with Solskjaer? Oh, sorry, I, th- I thought you meant Mourinho. No, no, just yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, not, sorry, being sorry. Man, yes. not being Mourinho, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to take him so sorry. far, isn't it? I think Jose Mourinho could do with being a little less yeah. Mourinho. To yeah, be I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be said, <laughs> not being Jose Mourinho has gone pretty well for Leonardo DiCaprio. So it's true. It's a, you mm. sort of very, very much judge that on a case by case basis. Is it going well for you, Jim? Yeah, he's round the down. he's round the table, isn't he? Yeah, it's true. He's here with us. Part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I, I I think it was an interesting one because I would you would expect Arsenal to have more of the ball, uh, but but you would think that Manchester United on on the basis of that first half against Tottenham Hotspur they, they should be okay with it. It's about whose defence can can hold it, and that yeah. is where the question marks are for, for both Especially sides. Especially with Hector Bellerin now now missing because he mm. you know he was, he's such an integral part of the side. I know he's been missing for a while, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a. It's, it's a different blow, isn't it, if you know you're without a player for the rest of the season. Sure. What do you think of Emery? He tried to get Eric Bailly on loan until the end of the season, but that was rejected. He said yeah. he wants to get one or two more. I think, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't mind the idea of that. I think Bailly has been sort of much maligned, but, you know, with the situation at Man United with Mourinho digging his players out all the time, mm. you, it's, it, it really sort of affects the perception of a player, doesn't it? This idea that Luke Shaw was this sort of plodding cart horse that was lucky to even be a professional footballer. He's sort of expressed similar sort of things about Eric Bailly and different players at certain times. And mm-hmm. so you have to sort of look past all that. And, you know, Bailly, Bailly started very well when he went to United. So that, I think that would have been a, a very good addition. But I'm not surprised that United mm-hmm. don't want to strengthen a rival. I think <laughs> it's an interesting situation with with um, with Emery because he's we've, we've talked a bit on the show about the impatience that's been shown to him by certain people in the media, certain fans not obviously emanated from the club yet but um the reality is now two of the people on that board of three that hired emery at arsenal have now gone mm. um gazidis and mislintat the guy who is the ex-barcelona guy yeah. still there his name is that's it he's still there um and he's emery is clearly going to want to strengthen the team in a big way in the summer and you'd expect he's been given the opportunity to do that mm. so i i'm i'm interested to see how 
Arsenal do between now and the end of the season and, and, and what Emery needs to do to keep people happy and keep people convinced that he's the man for the job. I personally think he should be there for as long as he needs because, as I said before, Klopp had six transfer winners to get yeah. this right. Mm. People showed up extraordinary patience with him and he came in in a completely different situation to, to Emery, who's got a lot of, um, lot, of, lot of work to do. So Arsenal, I think there will be a minimum standard expected, but I expect Emery to, to fulfil it, and then I think they'll, they'll move big in the transfer window. Mm. United, by the way, are eight to one fourth favourites. Man United to lift the FA Cup this season. <sighs> Ten pound with bet three six five returns. Ninety pound including stake, and I can sort of see. I can. Solskjaer having a bit of a trophy to mark his time there. Now, if they did win the FA Cup, they would be joint level with Arsenal. Yes, that's right. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it, bruv? Yeah. Well, are you trying to just pork him until he starts no, swearing I just, yeah. or something? I just, that was very underwhelming. You can do better. Yeah. No, no, no. I wasn't. That, that's not a dig. I suddenly <laughs> thought right, to myself. Don't, don't get upset that your dig didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Marcus, do you want me to back you up? Please. Jim, I think you're a wanker. There you go. You <laughs> did see? You, did you, uh, did you like read that? The, one, that. the wonderful piece that Jesse Lingard wrote for the Players' Tribune? I haven't seen it yet. Oh. No. I have a rule where his dad I can't... was a power lifter. Yeah, yeah an, an Olympic level power lifter. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I thought flip? you were going to say Power Ranger for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did that by not, but under cloak of darkness. <laughs> a really clunky Power Ranger just knocking into things. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. This is an interesting one. Then. Oh, yeah. it's a it's a beautiful piece uh, like of writing, and and he's just uh, it's such a beautiful. Piece. And there's a beautiful picture of him uh, playing uh, for Manchester United against um, mm. an Italian side. I think it might be the AC Milan youngsters. <laughs> he looks like a little baby compared to these blocks. <laughs> like we've seen 30. the photo. Yeah, yeah it's incredible. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely recommend picking it out. I have a rule where I don't read anything or watch anything slightly emotional before um, an hour after I've got up because I'll just be in floods of tears. And I was I was getting there with that to be honest. <laughs> Is it an hour? Honestly, I regret. If I if I catch <laughs> if I catch wind of a video of a marine being reunited with a dog. Yeah, I'm yeah. gone. I'm like, this is going to be a bad day. Is this linked to I'm last crying before <laughs> Ian Wright meeting his old teacher again? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Mr. Pickerton. Mr. Pickerton, they showed you was dead. That's oh. amazing. That is amazing. That's oh, one of the best videos. That is an incredible impression of Ian Wright. Oh, definitely. Yeah, a good impression of Ian Wright. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, I think Steve so, Claridge. Hello, Hello, Ian. Ian Wright. <laughs> I think what Pete's saying is he can deal with. Um, last Very little. Night, last night's Chinese takeaway in the morning, yeah. or an emotional video on YouTube, but mm-hmm. not both. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Not both. Yeah. Okay. We exactly. understand. I think stomach wrenching. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester City. They're at home to Burnley. They went through in the Carabao Cup final last night. Oh, what a nail biter! Yeah. What, what a nail biter! It was only one nil, uh, but of course their their first leg activities made sure that they went it, it, it was 1-0 <laughs> partly because they played at least three players that I am 90% convinced don't even exist yep yeah. I saw the names I and I mean. thought I'm just not having that no. <laughs> I'm not having it yeah that's like a, off an old computer game where you haven't got the rights to the names no. that's what you've done <laughs> yeah. you haven't got the rights to any of these people and some, um, some people say oh yeah well that one kid he plays, he's played a lot for England on the 19s you haven't seen him no, no you haven't no, seen, no, play. seen him the thing you is though with Manchester <clears> City players you probably would have seen them because the level of social media is that look at this guy. He's like if you uh, if you're like a Burnley youngster, you've never seen him play before because it's really hard to sort of uh, find videos of them. But That's I imagine true. Man City uh, youngsters are worth twenty million by just by the fact they're pulling on the shirt. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Nigel Clough said that uh, they they got a bit of respectability. They they restored their pride. Mm. Um, and I sort of think to myself, I mean. You're fuming about this. I'm it, still it, angry about that first leg. <laughs> 10 nil on aggregate? Yeah, I'm sorry. If you remove one... Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 10 <laughs> They didn't win 1-0. Yeah, for some reason in my head, I thought they'd won 1-0. Yeah. 
Idiot. That would have been that would have been all right. Yeah. Uh, would it? I no, it wouldn't have been. Yeah. They got absolutely hammered. Yeah. What if they'd have won seven nil? <laughs> <laughs> I don't the, know. The fans Better. were excellent though, weren't they? Every time City missed a chance, they sort of celebrated it like it was a goal almost. Oh, the fans are fine. I had a thought about this, right? You know, like how they talk about um how the Premier League in particular or, or certain football football at a high level is all about um, getting inside the other uh, opposition manager's head. Yeah. What would happen, right, if you're playing football and you're a Premier League side and you miss a shot, you absolutely like, skew it and it goes into the crowd. Yeah. Imagine if the team in its entirety celebrated like it was a goal. Yeah. <laughs> and it yes. would absolutely freak out the yeah. opposition. They're like, They've what? gone mad. Yeah. They're, they're capable of anything. They're psychologically so strong. Yeah. yeah. They'll celebrate anything. They'll celebrate yeah. a skewed missed shot. I like that. Let's I like pretend that. we scored a goal, but on the pitch. Yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, they, and going, then yeah. they, all, they all run back into yeah. the position. So it's a goal kick. Yeah. And they all run back <laughs> into the position as, yeah. if, as if they, nobody, they haven't nobody in the again. centre circle. Which is perfectly legal. Like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Mm. In fact, it's not even that bad. You just Are you listening? Small teams north of the border. Even the managers. New managers, new ideas. That's true. Even the managers on the touchline going, heads on, heads on, come on. Keep it tight. I'll tell you what, if, if 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 the great Ali McLeod was still in operation, the former Scotland manager, he'd yeah. be all over that. He would. He'd be all over that. Marcus, um, yeah. I, I've got something that's... I'm pleased to see you smiling and having a good time because I've got something that's going <laughs> to upset you. Um, You're not that pleased. Last night, Burton had 29% of the ball. Yeah. The referee was Kevin Friend. Yeah, okay. Well, that's fine. How many yellow cards do you reckon Burton picked up last night? Uh, none. And more, less than Man City? None. Yeah, there you go. Again. Yeah, but the, the game's yeah. the, the game no, gone. Get amongst it. No, it You was get gone. an early goal, it's on. He's... That's all I'm saying. <laughs> do what they did to Neymar. Damage him when he's <laughs> yeah. doing his rainbow flicks. Oh, blimey. He did mug the bloke off brilliantly after that, didn't he? Yeah. If that had gone but in. But then he went off injured. <laughs> he did go off injured, but it had Neymar when he got when he got it's chopped some... around. When he flicked the ball over the bloke's head and he, and he half on it just won. If that had gone in, that would have been but sensational. Is that not Neymar in like one, but like, one great microcosm. Yeah. What you do like a rainbow flick and an amazing move. It doesn't quite come off. And what's that? You've injured yourself ahead of a vital Champions League tie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. The scene is yeah. so typically Neymar. Do you remember? Do you remember Curlon? Yes. yes. Yeah, in did. Brazil. Used, yeah, he used to do what was known as a seal dribble, and he was almost oh. a bit of like Freddie Adu figure oh because goodness. he was right. hyped to be this huge thing because he could basically just sort of like yeah. bounce the ball on his head a few times. But it got to the point where opponents were just elbowing yes. him in the face. It was, it was so <laughs> it was, disrespectful and clown-like. It was unbelievable. It was we so he would as you say it, it was extraordinary, Jim. He, when he used to yeah balance the ball on his head, as you say, the, the seal dribble. Did you yeah. say that? Yeah, People yeah. should just take pot shots kicking him. Mm. Well, when he did the seal yeah. dribble, which it was, is what it was called. Which is totally unnecessary. As Jim says, players would just go up and like elbow him in the face, and it was almost as if that was okay. Like the referee understood it, and it was kind of like, well, you, well, you did do the seal dribble, yeah. So actually, that does allow you a free elbow to the face. <laughs> I mean, it essentially got him a move to Inter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did he go? No, he never went to Inter. No, he, he did. did. He went to he Inter. Went to Inter, but he never played. I think he's retired already. He's retired at thirty. He is, yeah, yeah. So a word to the wise, a yeah, note of fun. caution to all you budding skill, skill the F2 freestylers. The F2 freestylers. <laughs> is, is that a word of caution? Do some daft skill that doesn't mean anything and you get a move to one of the biggest clubs in Europe. Yeah, Inter though. And now you retire at 30. The, We're all agreed. Well, the you rainbow flick is the only trick I can do and I do it at every football match I ever play in on the sidelines. Let's make that very You should clear. learn the seal dribble. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to be like an F2 freestyler but just a man who can kick a ball really high in the air. Imagine doing a, being an F2 freestyler, but sort of explaining to the camera, hey, look at me, I can kick the ball really high in yeah. the air, and, then and I that's your only skill. And then I can go about my business and come back later and control it when it comes down. <laughs> Just taking it back to Curlon very quickly. Please. He played for Inter, he moved there in 2008. 
and he so played. Been on his computer. He, I have. I'm just. Gonna, <laughs> he played for two years under Jose Mourinho. Do you reckon he was a Jose Mourinho type player? Okay. <laughs> 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 his oh, yeah, That's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. You know how we were talking about Curlon earlier. Apparently retired early. Will Pep Guardiola be targeting the quadruple this season? The answer is yes, because why would he want to lose games? But of course, can they do it? Because it was talk. You just mugged yourself off there. You've written that question. Now you've talked to. You've given us nowhere to go, but back on you. I don't think he is going for the quadruple. Let me finish, gentlemen. Okay. Uh, because the, the the question was to to throw you one way, but now I'm dragging you back the other. Because oh, there was big talk last like a, season, like a seal flip. that Manchester City uh, could end up winning all four trophies. Of course, they won two, which is mm. very respectable, Peter. Mm. This season, there's not so much talk because Liverpool are top of the league. Do you think that goes in their favour? The expectation is is slightly off somewhat. I think, yeah, I mean, that's always going to be a good thing, isn't it? Especially for a defending champion, because as we've heard so many times, that's apparently the, one of the hardest things to do in football is retain a title to motivate the players in the same way. So it's marginal, isn't it? They'll take anything they can get, and I think that will be uh, the, the, certainly a positive. They've used the cup competitions to kind of get back into form, play themselves mm. back into form. Look at how they um, destroyed the 9-0. But like... It, you could tell that, that Pep Guardiola sort of sees games as being incredibly important. They've got a big squad. They've got a much mm-hmm. bigger squad than Liverpool will ever have, mm. uh, quality-wise, and, and, and they're using it, I think. So, yeah, I think they will go all the way. Also, a big thing with, with Guardiola's style is the, is the system, isn't it? And every player in that squad has to learn their place in that. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, that, I mean, that's true of a lot of clubs. No, it's a very Barcelona-type thing. They, they, they would say that in Barcelona, they would play that kind of 4-3-3 and all that, and they tried to, to roll that out. So the, in the youth team... It's that idea of everyone can just shuffle up one. Now, obviously, in practice, that may not quite work, but in theory, it does. And so the right back plays exactly like how, say, Danny Alves was playing or something. That That's the kind of... Right. Yeah, absolutely. The, the we need a thing. man who kicks the ball real high. Yeah. They don't need <laughs> that. No one needs that. Get get me on the blower, Pep. There's no um, there's no actual purpose for that, Pete. <laughs> Marcus, tell him. Yes, Peter. There's, there's helping no people dare to dream. Burnley, well, Burnley are a colossal twenty-two to one. There's, the, there's your dare to dream <laughs> to win this game with bet three six five ten pound returns two hundred thirty pound including stake. Should they do it? And Man City played a game last night. So mm. you never. You I mean, never we, yeah, we, we talked about Man City and Curl on there, but we never actually mentioned Burnley. Could they be that the the, the FA Cup's tiny little atom that dared to dream? They, well, they're in great nick. They've won four and they drawn have. one of their last five. Um, of course, beating Huddersfield away, West Ham at home. Mm-hmm. For the, admittedly, they've had easier games. And after <laughs> after this game, got to get momentum from somewhere, though. Well, after this game, they go to Old Trafford. And yet another great game for Solskjaer. <laughs> he seems to have timed this particularly yeah. well. Maybe Mourinho <laughs> just had a terrible run and that league position was completely reasonable. Maybe. Yeah. I, 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 I just, we said that at the time, though. Actually, all joking aside, <laughs> I think one of the reasons why they appointed Solskjaer when they did get that Liverpool away game out of the way. Proved to be, you know, Manchester United not good enough. Maybe it's just a little it? gift. Maybe this is his testimonial. If indeed gift. he got one. <laughs> got it'll, be, it'll be a tough ask for them. I mean, I mean, you know, he didn't really have to play the players he didn't want to play last night. Yeah. Um, but he just kept them ticking along. I can see why he played Aguero. He's taken a bit of time out. Mm-hmm. And he's bringing him back in in quite a you know, benign environment. And I'm not going to be respectful to Burton because they weren't respectful to the competition <laughs> with their lack of effort and application. <laughs> Sod them. I mean, I've literally never met a Burton fan. Little slow. Uh, have you met a Burton fan? I know someone from Burton. Uh, have you ever met a Burton fan? I have some trousers from Burton. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fair point. Um, I don't know where Burton is. Let's move on. It's Midlands. England's... It's in one of the counties, isn't it? It's in yeah. one of those... It's in Burtonshire. Uh, England, there's St George's Park is uh, uh, is close to Burton. Okie dokie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so, sort of Midlands, not too far from Birmingham, really, uh, for any cartographers out there. Um, Accrington Stanley 
They host Derby County. Lampard's lot will fancy this one. Mm. Gentlemen, they've shown they can beat bigger teams in the cup competitions this season. Can they beat the smaller teams, Jim? That is the question for Derby this time round. You would think so. They're enjoying their cup run, aren't mm-hmm. they? But obviously, Accrington Stanley will want to make that difficult. Um, can't claim to know that much about them. Yeah, did you? But, but did you enjoy Derby County coming back to beat Southampton on penalties in the previous round? I know Luke did. Ask me. Ask me if I was. I very much did. I love the spirit that Lampard has instilled in them yes. so quickly. Because obviously they've got some talented players and you know some of those on loan, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, but they they really look like they they fancy it whenever well, they, whenever I see them. You're absolutely right because being two 0 down away to a Premier League side, you could think you know into the second half you could think oh, this, we're we're getting done here. All right, let's just let's just not make this embarrassing, and let's kind of. But they didn't. They dug in. and They bloody well won the tie. And of course they came back from being two 0 down um, in the first game against them, which forced the replay. Here's a little challenge for anyone listening. They have signed Ashley Cole, of course, yeah. and he said could make he, his debut. He probably will, and he said he's going to play to the end of the season, and he'll probably retire. Uh, he well, clearly is a left back, and Gerald Bogle is their right back, or Jaden Bogle, sorry, is their right back. Can you think of a combination of fullbacks where one is that young and one's that old? Bogle, I think, was born in two thousand, mm, and wow. Ashley Cole is thirty eight. That is a combination. It's got to be like Stuart Pearce at Newcastle, yeah. maybe. Cafu what about anyone? Yeah, I was going to say Maldini when he's playing for Milan. Who would have been put it there? out there? Yeah. What you guys have done there is just name loads of old fullbacks. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can only one. presume that somebody much younger was on the right flank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's thirty-eight and I think eighteen. Uh-huh. There's a twenty-year gap between fullbacks. That's crazy. Crazy man. Crazy. crazy. But Ashley Cole is a great. Derby have got a lot of good young players. We know that. But what they do is they combine them with some decent experience as well. And I think Frank Lampard. Uh, deserves a bit of credit. I know I criticised them a few weeks ago for perhaps relying on those players. I don't think it's that helpful to get yeah. an 18-year-old kid and make him play they're in there in the 50 playoffs. games or whatever, but they're up there and they'll be seeing yeah. it as a good experience, you know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, right, it's now time for emails with P.E.D. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Not the bees! Ah! You've got mail. Bad bees! Bad bees. It's time for some emails with me. Uh, hello to uh, James. I think, guys, we need to get rid of football in Australia. Because no, get, rid they, of, get rid of football. They cannot be trusted. Get rid of the whole there. thing. Once again, now? crazy stuff is happening uh, in the A-League. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, many weeks there are contentious calls in the A-League regarding the refereeing and use of VAR. This week, I've seen the worst display of VAR used in a game, uh, which could have but didn't affect the outcome in a match. Uh, to describe the highlights video I've linked below, Sydney FC have a penalty shout for a handball against the Wellington Phoenix. Uh, the VAR identified this as an incident for the on-field referee to rewatch after his choice of a corner rather than a penalty. Uh, instead of the usual monitor at halfway for a replay, the on-field replay goes on... Uh, sorry, the on-field uh, referee, he's written replay, there he's obsessed with replays uh, <laughs> goes on to watch the replay via the stadium screen ah. <laughs> he got those looks up and see if it's good enough screen. for you lot it's good enough for me yeah. it was a blatant handball he seemed to say they, they made the wrong call of no penalty and the uh, Wellington Phoenix admitted this at the end of the game and then later on um, again uh, the second incident Stephen Taylor of uh, ex Newcastle United uh, fame uh, elbows defender down then proceeds to dive uh, <laughs> the on-field referee once again uh, makes the call of a penalty VAR does not overrule uh, and the penalty is saved Sydney FC go on to win 1-0 uh, to a goal by Sim De Jong who manages to injure himself uh, while scoring a goal nice to see that he can yeah. replicate that kind of form <laughs> he's 29 now Sim yeah. De Jong yeah. which is incredible is Stephen Taylor was it Stephen Taylor for Newcastle who yeah. handballed on the line and shot, hit yeah. him in the face yeah. and that was the same game that, same game that oh, hit him um, in the rib Dyer and Boya punched yeah. each other was it not 
no, 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 no. no. That would be too much drama. Oh, Way too much drama. Um, is, is, this, is this guy just talking for his pocket? Or he's just annoyed that his team lost the game. No, I think he's a little bit. I just think he's upset with the quality of uh, illegal refereeing Talking through his pocket. He was a very handsome referee. Are I, you watched up, the str- are, I watched the uh, clip. Are you upset with the quality of Stephen Taylor? <laughs> I've always been upset with the quality mm. of Stephen Taylor. Came through Walls End Boys Club, my man. He did, yeah. He's uh, now um, being hailed as a love rat. Um, is he hailed as a love rat? Hailed, <laughs> hailed is that what love it's like rat. Up there? <laughs> yeah, hailed the love rat. Um, Mary Kish uh, Hi guys I'm reaching out on behalf of an agency that I work for the CAA uh, we represent NFL players <laughs> and was go. wondering if you guys <laughs> might be interested in potentially working together and having some of our clients who play for the Cincinnati Bengals Do they want to date British guys as well? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, right uh, Hello to um, Ollie Hello, Ollie. Uh, Connor and Adam also got involved with this uh, He found basically a Facebook post from a <laughs> agent uh, Flaviano Rocha a player agent in Brazil. On LinkedIn, uh, this is, isn't it? Is it in LinkedIn? I think it's on oh, LinkedIn. It's on LinkedIn. Okay. I think so, yeah. I love this. Um, I need a defensive midfielder for a small QAT football club, $2,000 a month, European passport, must be young, tall and hungry for a chance. And I need a great striker for the Uranian Championship, 600k a year, free. Free? Please, uh, with great statistics, both players, do not send me bad player! <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, agents everywhere do. Yeah, yeah, every agent I've met, they've said... um, Do not send me bad player. How is it it good, how is it, you know, being an agent? They say, sometimes it's annoying because people send me bad players. (laughs) 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 Wonderful stuff. Uh, So thank you. If you want to get to the show, as always, shortthefootballramble.com. Shortthefootballramble.com. After the break, we're going to go to Newcastle United. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sets up the dubious penalty. Mm. <laughs> what was that? That's Alan, <laughs> Alan Hansen mooing. Love Cow it. Entered the studio. Love that. Love that. Newcastle United host Watford. Newcastle are still in the FA Cup at the time of recording. The last time <laughs> Newcastle played at home, Peter, they won 3 0. Uh, they did. What uh, a run they're may having. May I remind you that in the 11 years or something that Mike Ashley's been in charge of the club, they've won seven FA Cup matches. <laughs> Really? Eight now, actually, against Blackburn. So. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. see, it's not too bad for, the, for the, 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 the side that are ranked 19th in the Deloitte Money League this year. Which yeah. uh, looks <laughs> at the revenue Watt, Money clubs. League. Deloitte Money League. That's Del what, what Del what? Newcastle United apparently uh, making... Del- it's Deloitte, I think. Deloitte. Deloitte yeah. touche. They are, are bringing in more revs uh, than the likes of West Ham, Leicester, Napoli, Benfica. Only seven Premier League clubs are ahead of them yeah, in, the, it... uh, in the rankings. So, I mean... Not that much longer this transfer window, but you can look forward to some some new names shortly yeah, coming we, in. We've had an MLS player turn us down, so yeah. <laughs> Is it Steven Taylor? Yeah. Well, I know a way we could hook you up with an NFL player. Yeah. <laughs> the Bengal Tiger. Yeah. yeah. I did like that they've made an inquiry to Atletico uh, Madrid uh, about uh, Jelson Martins, which would be a hell of a coup. They've literally turned it down. I mean, it, would be, it would be a hell of a coup, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it won't fucking happen. No. <laughs> so, it was well, probably but, never in, have any intention yeah. of it happening. It's the just, same way if I walk out of this studio yeah. now uh-huh. and become, that would be great, yeah. you know, 
the new CEO of the Premier League, uh-huh. that'd be a hell of a coup for me personally. <laughs> yeah. It's got about as much chance of happening as uh-huh. Gelson Martin was going to Newcastle United. transfer window, two things happen. Yes. At the start of it, Mike Ashley says he's going to sell a club, so yep. he's not going to invest. Yeah, yeah, and at the end, uh, they go really close. Oh, so close to getting some footballers. And then Hosselu arrives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again. Hi, yeah. guys. Oh, no, except not even Hosselu because we paid some money for him. A lawn player. Solomon yeah. Rondon. Solomon Rondon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mike Ashley really is just cementing himself as one of, one of the worst people in football, isn't he? Yeah, right, and, and, like, it's, and it's a disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, He's I, saving I, the high street. Well, no, yeah. no, actually, I think, I think you'll find that when you look at what Mike Ashley's done at Newcastle, it should be thank you. It should yeah. be thank you. Don't yeah, make me play my Donny's Duds <laughs> advert again. Fishing emoji. Um, <laughs> can, yeah. I, can I um, make a con- sort of fairly... I don't think... Is it Jelson Martins or Gelson Martins? Uh, Andy Brassel said Jelson. Jelson Martins. I would have a sizable bet that he doesn't even know (laughs) Newcastle United is a club. I don't think he's ever heard of them. (laughs) There's a good chance of that. (laughs) You reckon? That's disrespectful. I didn't know it. How old is he? 22, something like that? Newcastle United were were a Champions League club not that long ago, before Ashley took over, obviously. What are your club now? Well, they've had six relegations, I think, in their entire history. Two of them. Two of them under Ashley. But he, I mean, he said <laughs> this, this week, didn't he, that um, he, he doesn't feel that he hasn't put money into the club and there's been loans and things like that. And it's like, it's I outrageous. Mean, it's, it's an absolute outrage <laughs> yeah. that he's sort of defending that record. It's Just, an, like, well, could know. the Mike Ashley regime deliver a trophy to St. James's <laughs> Park? That would be a coup, wouldn't it? Bet 365 make it 66 to 1 that Newcastle win the FA Cup this season. It's a £10 return, £670, including stake. And I've been looking forward to delivering that line. All day. Peter, no, would, would you... I respect our sponsors, but I will not be getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, would you uh, take an FA Cup win if it means that you'd see? I'd Ashley... take an FA Cup quarter no, final. On. To be honest, well, I give it. Oh, isn't told you one step at a yeah. time. You no. can only eat margarine yeah. <laughs> for the rest of your life. That's what you were going to say. Yeah. No. How, did, how did Pete die? But he loved that semi. <laughs> yeah. He loved that semi final. He loved that visit to Wembley. He greased himself. He down said, the Jamie wasn't around for the final with those <laughs> with those arteries just. Thickening towards yeah. the end, he uh-huh. said, "I love that set. I love that four-nil defeat to Man City in the semi. And a single <laughs> greasy tear. Yeah. My goodness, my goodness. Yeah, but uh... I loved seeing us play. Um, Jamel Lascelles was an auxiliary forward in that semi-final. <sighs> but like me, Jim, you probably fancy Watford for that one. Yes, there we are. Yes, I do. Uh, all right then. Uh, Crystal Palace host Tottenham Hotspur. Spurs missing key players. Of course, Alan Kane out until March. Oh. Sizoko Edmora could be back for this one. They might even play tonight against Chelsea in the Carabao Cup. Mm. Uh, of course, I don't think we're going to see Higuain play for Chelsea tonight. It would seem unlikely, but of course he's there. Maybe we'll come off he the has bench signed. for a he has, he has signed. Il Pepita. Yeah. And, and, you know, Higuain, I think it's a gamble. I said so yesterday on On the Continent, um, which is out now, of course. And you can listen to that for James Horncastle's impassioned speech about the quality of him and Sarri, because James feels that the whole of Italian football is one of his children, and he has mm. to fight mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. And, we, and we respect that. But, <clears throat> Higuain, it's, it's right to say Higuain scored more goals than anyone in Italy over the last five and a half seasons. And obviously, he's a player to be you know, taken seriously. He's in the middle of a difficult season. It's January, and he's going to need to hit the ground running. And he's 31, and it's a very physical league. I wonder how he's going to get on. But I'm excited to see him play because he's a, he's a great striker. Well, maybe a fresh start will be good for him, uh, given that he's been in Italy for a while now. Um, have you seen what Sarri has said about him in the past? It was a wonderful quote from him, which is, he is goals. He is a goal animal, an infernal machine. Yeah, that's nice. poetic. A goal like that. animal. 
Yeah, I love, love that. That's superb, that is. But on, on the, um, Jones would go up against. Yeah. yeah. You've got to get past the goal animal, and then there's the infernal machine. <laughs> and, there's, and there's a big football <laughs> chasing you down a hill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> End of level boss. Yeah. But, but Spurs, of course, away to Palace, though, um, after however they get on against Chelsea this weekend. Palace have done okay against uh, the bigger teams this season. When I say okay, I mean, they've obviously won against Man City away. But, I mean, when they've played against some of the bigger sides, they, they, they tend to give an all right account of themselves. Um, yeah, they obviously won at City. They were close against Liverpool, weren't they? Yeah, uh, they beat, famously beat Grimsby at home in the cup. Ten right, man yeah. Grimsby. Yeah, so <laughs> with an 86th yeah. minute winner. Yeah, uh, you're spicy today, Luke. I'm okay. enjoying it. He's spicy every day. Fred up with your lot's nonsense. Really. Yeah. So uh, I, I think Spurs, I think this is an interesting one. When we saw Spurs get that narrow win with that Harry Winks goal towards the yeah. end of the game against Fulham, it was mm-hmm. a shame for Fulham because they they they'd battled bravely. I think my impression of watching Spurs at that point, precisely for the reasons you said, Marcus, with the players they're missing, I felt like I was watching a team at the very limit of their of their capabilities because of the personnel, because of the injuries, because of the situation. So um, it's not an easy place for them to go, Crystal Palace, in a cup game because you know the, we know the stadium will be pumping and they'll be they'll be you know really keen to, to get a positive result. Uh, of course, also Spurs playing um, tonight is going to make it difficult for them mm. with the players they've got missing. So. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't write off Palace at all in this one. Um, it's a target for them, isn't it? Because I, don't, I personally don't believe Palace will be relegated this season. No, no I don't. Uh, so, well, so well, what if, it's what something if, for them to target. But what if there's truth in Borussia Dortmund reportedly going after Wilfred Zaha? Apparently, apparently, yeah, I saw Palace that. apparently wanting how, uh, more how than fifty long, million. How long has he got in his contract? Because fifty he's million. He's signed. He's signed. Right. Well, then, deal. then we're more than fifty. In, well, you in, say in, that, Peter. You say that, Peter. My instinctive reaction was the same. He's on. I think he's on a decent deal. Mm. Um, he was rumored to be moving. I think he might have signed a deal in the summer. And at the time, we said. Well, it suits everyone, right? It means players get a higher price if he does go. The mm. player gets more um, gets more um, money, and and the and the fans and the club get to keep Zaha for, for longer. Everyone wins in that situation. Reality is, in terms of numbers, Zaha hasn't really delivered much this season. Mm. Got three goals, exactly. And I don't know how many less than Andrews Townsend. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> maybe he, they're looking in the wrong place. He's having a dig at you there, Donny. Fewer. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's an important player for Palace. He, I think. I think. And I was just going to make the final point. I know I was rambling on. Psychologically, he represents a lot more mm. than those numbers this season for yes. that club, though, and that's partly the reason, along with the contract, that they want more money. It's a tricky one for Palace because if you know, as you say, his performances haven't been that big, and and, and let's be honest, Zahar, it's, it's funny he hasn't been linked to a, to a move to somewhere else a little bit more. And Palace may think to themselves, Do you know what, we could sell him at a huge price. He's maybe not as important as he was last season. But then on the flip side of that, he's clearly a very, very important player. And what a psychological blow that would be. And if they think to themselves, you know, if we actually lose Zaha, because I agree with you, look, I don't think Palace will get relegated. But if they lost Zaha, and then that had a bit of a psychological blow yeah. on the side, and also, relegation is far worse absolutely. than them losing and The market's so yeah. inflated that even if you get a big price, you're going to have to pay a big price to replace them anyway. Yes. Yeah, people exactly. know how much people go for. People know how much is in the coffer when it comes yeah. to actually... And Zaha money. knows the club very well. He clearly loves the club as well. He's, he's from that area, I believe. Mm. You're unlikely going to get somebody worth a huge amount who would then go, and of course, if they started putting in performances, then the other big clubs would come sniffing around. So a player like mm-hmm. him is very special. And, and I, if I was them, I would I would err on the side of, of trying to keep hold of him, no matter what kind of money that was thrown. Definitely. And, and the reason it's gone quiet in terms of Zaha transfer is precisely because he signed that new deal. But... I remember talking to Carlos Carvio on the Ramble Meets in August, and he obviously he, he tried to keep um, Swansea, wasn't it? Trying to keep Swansea up, and um, he, he said in that in that interview, "Look, I had players I wanted to sign. That we had money, 
I, I was told by the board I could sign these players. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't come. They wouldn't come because they didn't want a relegation on their CV. Mm-hmm. They didn't even want to come on loan to mm. be a part of it. So it's difficult for play, for teams down the bottom. Now, of course, you you what you find you'll have to do is just chuck a load more money at it to convince them to come. Um, I think it causes a lot more problems than than just the fact that they've got to replace a player for Palace because it's not going to be easy to replace him. I think he's been good in parts this season. I thought he was decent against Liverpool. I think he had an assist in that game. He was good against Burnley a few months ago, a couple of months ago maybe. Um, he gets kicked all over the place. He's clearly a talented player. He'd be a better player with better players around him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, good fodder for Townsend. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely right. right. Yeah, there we are. Right then, gentlemen. Well, listen, it'll probably be a one nil um, uh, the yeah. weekend, and and Townsend will get the goal. Fernando Llorente though is two to one to score any time during this game with Bet three six five. It's a ten pound return, thirty pound, including stake. Should he find the back of that net? The right net this time, not, not his own net. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, it's the Tony Pulis derby in Middlesbrough. They face Newport County. He was very excited about this. Apparently he was inundated with messages from his family and friends because he's up against his home hometown of Newport. And, and, and I think that if one man could take on a town, it would be Pulis. It's a shame that it has to come for that for his family and friends to get in touch. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy. But you're half Welsh, aren't you? Yes. Um, how do you pronounce that? Because he's from a part of Newport, which is actually very quite, very hard to pronounce. What, what's that? Uh, I mean, I don't speak Welsh. So. Oh, I'm just saying you might All have right, a chance, isn't it? Pith Llewenly. Llewenly. He's half Welsh. Yeah. He is. His mum's Welsh. Yeah. Have you yeah. even been to Wales? He's half internet as well. Yeah, that's yes. true. Yes. Uh, have it... you ever done any animated sketches about Welsh people? Yes. Tony yeah. Pulis. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pulis played for uh, Newport County in the mid 80s. Borough, uh, um, yeah, obviously the side he's managing at the moment. It'd be interesting one because Middlesbrough were knocked out of the Carabao Cup against Burton Albion. So they then went on to disgrace themselves. Exactly. So and New- Sully, the good name well, of New- the Carabao Cup, the traditional name of the Carabao Cup. It's pronounced mm. Carabao. Carabao <laughs> Cup. Yeah. Well, well, Newport will, will be thinking to themselves, do you know what? We've bloody well beaten Leicester City. They're bigger than Middlesbrough. I mean, Middlesbrough currently fifth in the championship, seven points off the top. Out of the t- this is look at these stats. This is very pureless. So out of the twenty four teams in the championship, only four sides have scored fewer goals than Borough, and they're all in the bottom five. So <laughs> low scoring Middlesbrough. However, they have easily the best defensive record in the league, just conceding twenty goals in twenty eight league games. That I think they've scored. Miserly, like, I think they've it? scored thirty one. It's quite like Burnley last season, but that is proper pureless. When, when yeah, Pulis count as one nil. Yeah. When Pulis. I've not got the details in front of me. So I might get this wrong, but the, the general the general gist is correct. Pulis went out either last summer or the summer before when he took over at Borough, whenever it was, and bought six foot six Aidan Flint from Bristol City. And yeah. he thought, you know what he's going to get up to. Rudy <laughs> Gestead's <laughs> at uh, the club, I think. Is he? Okay. I think so. If I'm so right I, I, I mean, Newport are a, a pretty average team. They are obviously mid table in League Two, and uh, I. I I'm I'm stopping just short of saying that Rodney Parade is is becoming a classic cup venue. Yeah, you think of it in your mind, you can picture it behind one of the goals. But this the is the Middlesbrough. Though. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But the problem is, obviously, it's going to be away from home at the Riverside. So, had it been at Newport County, you'd yeah. think, well, I don't know, you fancy him. Yeah, because Borough, you say they're not free scoring. They've got a certain way of playing, and mm-hmm. you'd fancy them to be better than Newport. Yeah, but when you play that type of football, it can go easily wrong because you're not used to scoring goals in a prolific in prolific number. So, um, had it been at Rodney Parade, I'd give a Newport a chance here, but it isn't, so I don't. That's right. Yeah. What do you think of uh, uh, John Obi Mikel set to move to Middlesbrough from Tianjin Teda uh, in China? Left Chelsea in 2017, of course, to go to China. I think that's a it's really, really good move. Isn't yeah, yeah, I'm surprised he, there aren't Premier League clubs. Well, I think, I think there was. I think he had interest from, from other sides, including Roma. 
uh, apparently, uh, but he wanted to move back to England to be according to his agent. With his, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, be with his family or closer to his family. So uh, yeah, interesting signing that. It's on mm. his fourth club. Your yeah, fourth club is so weird. I know. Interesting stuff. Mm. There we are. Right, Luke. What's our best bet with Bet365? I've decided to hand the reins over to Mr. Pete Donaldson. No way! Donnie's in the chair! Donaldinho Uh is in the hot seat. Um, Now, I know what you've gone for, Pete, and I can do it, but I can hand it over to you. You're welcome to do it if you want to. You don't remember, Uh, do you? uh, Yeah, I do, actually. I'm just looking down my WhatsApp group. Okay, I'll do it, because you haven't prepared. (laughs) Pete's uh, gone for Portsmouth and Man United. Both to win in a double. Whoa. And I have to make it clear. It's Donnie's doubles. I love how you're reading out his bet. Well, listeners do all his other stuff. He asked me yesterday on WhatsApp what what bet I wanted. Uh And so. And you've forgotten already. The bet has been administered. It's fine. It's It's in the vein. It's 5.53 to 1 with Bet365. So £50 returns £326.50, including stake, with all proceeds heading to Prostate Cancer UK. Should Portsmouth. And Man United both win. Man United are playing Arsenal, as we've mentioned. Portsmouth are at home to QPR yeah. in what will be a sellout at Fratton mm-hmm. Park. Fantastic occasion. <laughs> Criminal that it's not on TV, but anyway, <laughs> we move on. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. For more information, go to begamblerware.org. You know, could the, be over by Saturday. <laughs> it could be over by about, yeah, by about nine o'clock Friday night. Yeah. But, you know, there you go. <laughs> Look, it's what he's gone me. for. Yeah. I've chucked it over to him. Imagine if Pete Donaldinho Donaldson was mm. the first man to get the coveted hat trick. I didn't know the odds, and now that I'm sort of going, oh, I'm a little bit worried now. Oh no, never mind. Pompey a good value, I think. Yeah, Pompey, I think Pompey's got a good. Yeah. All right, ladies and hey. gentlemen, it's now time for going for gold. Lord. <laughs> Marcus put his fingers in the air. I thought he was going to do something. No, He's getting into it. The stakes <clears> are so high. Oh, yeah. you were pointing at the stakes. Yeah, yeah, up at the sky. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, Bennett. <laughs> I, need a win. I need a win here badly. I can't, I can't remember the last time I got one. Well, I, want, I want to win. I want, to be fair, Luke, either of us, because I'd like to hear our jingle. Yes, yeah. same. Yes. We haven't exactly. heard it yet. G- Jim's on a hat trick. Oh, you, you got Roy no. McCoy, didn't you? No, that wasn't. That uh, was, that was uh, pre-jingle. That was pre-jingle. when we were we weren't living in Jingle Town. Pre-jingies. Um, <laughs> this uh, email comes from Andy Daniel. Thank you, Andy, for these uh, clues. Have you got Pete's best bet, Andy? While you're there, <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Alton, Switzerland, in 1971. Stop. Stefan Chap was that. Love that. Ooh, what, that what a pronunciation! Yeah. Chap was that. Oh, Chap was that. Chap was that. Um, stop. Alan Suter. No. Hang on, was I correct? Pete? No, you weren't. <laughs> no, you, weren't. Uh, you would have had your jingle, I wouldn't know. you? Yeah, stop. Um, forget his first name, but Dirty Ock. <laughs> no. I don't even know who that is. There's Who's no Dirty way Dirty Ock is 48 years old. I don't old. know, do I? Who's Dirty, Dirty Ock? Ock? He scored that goal against Spain in the World Cup 2010. Oh, right, yeah. And then he scored or did he hit the post? It was an amazing run no, I'm against thinking Spain. Of, I'm thinking of another yeah, Swiss player. Yeah, I know. Player, you, I know yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was one of five children born to Spanish immigrants and all my other siblings were born in Madrid. Ooh. 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 It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It is. That's thrown some piler in the washing machine. Raul. No. Yeah, oh, I, know, nice. I, 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 I see what you're doing and I like it. <laughs> I don't know, stop. I'll have... Uh... It's start of a porno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fernando Hierro. Incorrect. During my 13-year career, I played for clubs in Switzerland, Italy, England, Scotland and France. Stop. Is it Ramon Vega? Oh, it could be! Oh, nice. Oh, 
Well played. He needed it. Well done. Well played. Well, well played. Um, you, thinking, you came at us there with a bit of intensity. He did lead a consortium <laughs> to pay, to buy uh, Portsmouth at one he point, did, didn't yeah. he? So. I was thinking, who's the only Swiss person I'm going to think of with a vaguely Spanish name? Yeah. <laughs> and that's literally the only one. Uh, there we go. Yeah. I'm very happy about that. Normally mm. I don't give a shit, but no, I needed that you badly. Be. Yeah. So you called it and you got there. Thank you, uh, Tandy, for those. Love your job. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. We've made it once again, ladies and gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, have a great weekend. Enjoy yeah. your FA Cup. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Say goodbye, PED. Bye. Say goodbye, Jimmy C. Goodbye. Say goodbye from me. This was a Radio Stakhanov production.